0: You are listening to Self Care Rebel podcast, the place where busy moms are on first place. Each episode is designed with you, busy mom, on our mind. How we can help you be more focused, energized, and happy mom by having time for yourself. And now, your host, Tatiana. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the new episode of Self Care Rebel podcast. In this podcast, we talk about those situations when you really cannot pay for having somebody to take care about the kids' household or our duties you have so that you can have time for yourself. So it is how to make time for yourself when everything is on you. And this episode is for those women that writes to me all the time and say Tatiana I'm a single mom everything is on me I really don't have help from anyone so please don't tell me that I need time to have for myself or for those ladies who write to me and they say you know I have really nice like husband but you know he works abroad so he's away for three to six months i have several friends that have uh, husbands who are working on the how it's called on the boat so they travel every three months they the tra- they travel and everything is on on uh, on women and they need to take about the kids and they need to take care about the household and everything else and at the beginning of this episode, I have to say from the bottom of my heart, I trust you and I know you don't. And I know that you, on the other hand, I know that you had to put yourself on the last place on your list of priorities. Or maybe you don't have a place for yourself at all. And I know that a single mom or or um, parent who is from time to time alone you are judged all the way and you every step you take is evaluated by your friends by your family by your by by your husband's family or your ex-husband family by social services by schools you are exposed for every step you are taking and whatever step you take you're exposed to negativism on all sides. And you have to be really responsible and be there for your kids all the time because nobody will do that. They expect that if you're a good mother, you have to take it all. And you have to take about them on your own because if you divorce from your ex, it's your choice that you couldn't manage to, to work it out. Or if you are married to the husband who is working that kind of job, again, it's your choice. You know, you knew what you are going into. So nobody is evaluating why self-care is needed for you. Why you, over all women, need to put yourself on first place? No, this negativism is putting you down and is pushing you to. Forget about yourself, and I really know that, and I know how do how do you feel. And on the other side, from my experience in working with women, I also know that inside yourself, in your soul, you are screaming. I know you are screaming. I know that you want more, that you feel you that you are capable for more. I know that you dream of peaceful mornings or peaceful afternoons. I know that you enjoy sometimes the commute time because you can listen to your favorite podcast like self-care rebel or, or anybody else. Or it's just you enjoy that because it's it's a long time. So in this episode, I would like to share with you some of the options me and my clients used in those situations. I don't know if you had chance to listen my previous episodes, uh, you will see that I uh, my struggle and if you are in my Facebook uh, group um, when she leads with Tatiana, you can uh, see on my videos that I experienced similar situations a couple of years ago when my husband was um, working abroad. So he was, every two weeks, he was coming on a weekend. But I also shared what lessons I learned through that through that period. So I was in the similar situation as you are but also some of my clients were and we tried and succeeded in find in in a way to find um, several situations or several options um, when you can arrange things in that way that you have some me time so I will share with you um, some seven strategies two four six eight sorry eight strategies eight strategies um, and you can choose one of them you can combine you can um, see what you can try all of them one by one and see what works for for you so let me start the first thing and most important thing is setting boundaries and Those boundaries are really, really, really important if you are a single parent or if you are just, at the moment, taking care about the children uh, alone. So on my previous podcast episode, I talked about the lies we are telling ourselves um, about the kids and their duties and capabilities. So please go and check. A previous uh, previous episode about those lies we are telling ourse- ourselves so we are not uh, delegating or we are not transferring any obligations uh, obligations to them. but setting boundaries is not bad things thing, and also setting boundaries um, really can be helpful for your children um, and you can raise them with the with a sense of the responsibilities. For the house you are living all in or responsibility towards the time you set for yourself. So what I mean by by setting boundaries? There are three things that are important in setting boundaries. First thing is saying no. You can check out my uh, um, my video on my YouTube channel When She Leads where I talked about rebel's guide for setting for saying no. But if you plan some time for yourself which is reading the book and in that moment your children I'm not talking about I will talk several strategies when you have really really small children but if your children are around three four and up they can be alone playing for some time or they can be on themselves and having screen time or whatever and you can talk about with them about those time when you when they are having screen time that you are going to read the book and there is no interruptions so if they want to have to get the juice or they want water or whatever they want they can take it on their own in that way you are supporting uh, their development of their responsibilities and their capabilities but you also are teaching them that the time you you have as a mom is really precious so it needs to be protected so first thing is saying no second thing is having like difficult uh, conversations with your uh, partner or the husband or anybody who lives in your house. So if you're living alone uh, with children um, and they are in the age uh, that they can understand certain things, I really do believe that you need to to set them up, have parental meeting with them or family meeting and discuss how they can support you in having time for yourself it's not selfish it's not a bad thing it will help you and it will help them so there are different situations women i worked with um uh, were going to but some of them that had um have uh, children in the age like seven up they really organized family meeting and they talked about how they feel like trapped and with anxiety and under the stress and and everything is on them and they ask from help from children but not in a way that it's mm, violating their playtime or whatever it just let us see how can we work this out how can we help each other so that we are more happy family and you know i worked with Uh, let me check one two four women in this in this area and all of them succeeded so all of them succeeded to um, have this difficult uh, conversation with their their children and organized their household and schedule around having time for themselves and the third, third thing in boundaries is like delegating so it's like delegating the tasks you can delegate and it it is component of all of this but it's also that you you have to see what your children are capable of because they are only household member so you can delegate certain things it's also uh, delegating certain responsibilities with your uh, partner if you share care um, about children with them, if their children are with them for a certain period of time. So that's around the boundaries. First thing is boundaries. Second thing is planning. So I am productivity strategies, and key thing in productivity is planning time. And for me, the most important thing is planning time for yourself. So if you are pla- if you are already planning and uh, using any kind of planner, like digital or or analog, like paper planner, try to put some time for yourself first, and then set obligations around it. Um, my husband is really, really, uh, imp- uh, like um, good in that. So what he does, he's now preparing for the marathon. And every obligation he has, like a father and, uh, and uh, on, on the work, he puts those obligations around the key important thing, which is he needs to practice every day. So first thing he puts on his schedule is practicing every day. And he's waking up before all of us to go to run he's finishing all his like help not helping but um we have family time in the evening and then we are putting our children in bed when he finishes all of that then he goes to 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 uh, for the run or exercise or whatever so he sets all these other things around around uh, and plans that around um care around the things that is is important to to him. So planning is really important and it will help you finding time and organizing time for yourself. Third thing is make a list of friends that can help. And there is other thing I will say after this, but if you have friends make a list of at least five friends and the best thing is 10 of them that you can call anytime for help. And I learned that from one woman. I I, I don't remember her, her name, um, but it was, for, for me, it was like the best advice I heard. Um, and while I was in... Um, in other town we are now in, in the capital of Serbia but we lived in in other town where all of our friends um, uh, live there I had that list I had a list of ten friends that I can call anytime in order to uh, go for a coffee or go to gym or do whatever I need to I need to do but now when we are in Belgrade I don't have so many so many friends and we struggle with uh, childcare, care. Uh, so we are paying a nanny uh, for that. But if you cannot pay, there is other thing. Meet other single moms and share care, Organize your own group. So I'm sure that um, in your hometown there is some community around single moms. Or that you can find a community of single moms. So try to um, to organize meeting with them, organize event, whatever, like garden party or whatever, and try to discuss with them how you all can share care around children so that each of you can have some free time for for themselves. So it's not that hard and I'm sure that other moms would um, love it and would be willing to, to support. So Meet with other single moms is my fourth advice. Fifth advice I used to um, use a lot is find the place which has child, children playground and the, the the space where you can work. So when my my daughter was young, what I used to do is. Um, we had one uh, shopping mall where there is there was free of charge uh, like a playground, uh, and uh, I used to go there after work, after work to work uh, because I needed an additional time. I needed to pick her up um, very early from the kindergarten, um, so we went there. She was playing, and I was trying to catch up. Uh, with the work and the playground was free Uh, and even if it was not free I would uh, save some money and and would for sure would pay uh, for that so also uh, for example in uh, my town there is no such a place but uh, try to find for example if you have a gym where you can exercise and there is Uh, childcare place so it's worth of paying because somebody is taking care about your children while you are uh, having your uh, workout Um, or just try to find some some, uh, mall or we have lots of cafes here coffee shops uh, where there is a small playground for children so that you can uh, work a little bit or do whatever you want you can read a book or uh, listen podcasts or watch the videos or whatever you you uh, think uh, and you want your self care to be around. Next thing you can use is use your lunch break to relax. And I know this is hard one because um, we as entrepreneurs and even if when I was not entrepreneur when I was working. In a corporate world, uh, it was like I never used my lunch break. I was just having some lunch that I can eat near computer. So, be strategic with it and go on lunch break and use it to relax because you need your mind to shut down. (laughs) So, listen some calm music, listen some meditation if you want. Um, listen whatever music maybe you don't like calm music maybe you want some music that you can dance with in the park whatever you, you would love to do but use it during uh, so needed lunch break next thing is uh, if you are divorced and uh, you're a single parent but you share care with your partner use that time yourself so when children are with your partner or ex-husband or whoever use that time for yourself there is enough time in in the days when children are at home that you can clean and wash clothes and uh, iron and uh, whatever but try when you don't have children around Try to focus on yourself, and this is when the planning comes on place. So, if you know which times a week or which times a month your husband, ex husband, is taking care about children and children are with with them, then plan strategically certain things around that time. So, I would even recommend that if it is for example that children are 3 days with yourself and 3 days with the husband i don't know how is situation in um, in your country here pa- parents are uh, agreeing on which time of the week children will be, be with them but um, for example even if they are 5 times 5 days a week with you and then 2 days with your husband over over the weekend, next uh, husband, uh, use that time for yourself. Don't use it for cleaning the house because during the week, strategically set the time for cleaning the house so that you can have time over the weekend where children are not there for yourself. And the last uh, thing I I can uh, I can give you as advice is put yourself as a priority at least one evening during the week. So give yourself one night free. Don't clean, don't do dishes. Yes, I know it will wait for you tomorrow, but it doesn't matter. You Tomorrow you will be energized, you will be more focused, you will clean everything much easier if you give that that night to yourself we as women we learned several like we internalized several strategies and one of the T's, everything needs to be clean before we go to bed and dishes needs to be done and we need to wipe the floors and clean the bathroom but if you look from rational side nothing will happen if you don't clean one day really nothing will happen. Yes, tomorrow in the morning when you wake up, your house is going to be the mess, but you will feel much, much better. Your house, if you have children, your house is always the mess. That's the, the point of, of the childhood. Not to have uh, like um, everything on, on your place. At least I hope it, in my house is like that. Um so, give yourself one night for free, not for free, but free it's you deserved it, and much more of that you need it. your body needs it, your brain needs it, need it, and you need to feel that you you need it one night for free. So when children fall asleep, you either go and sleep with them or if you want to do something like. Reading or meditating or watching the movie or having the wine whatever you you are uh, You love it doesn't matter so those are more my eight advices on how to um, How to make time for yourself and everything is on you so you first thing is boundaries second thing is planning third thing is Make list of friends that can help. Four thing is meet with other single moms and share care. Fifth thing is go with gym or the coffee or the shopping mall, which can, has playground and use that time for, um, for relax. Um, next is you use your lunch break to relax. Then if you co-share with your partner, Use that time for self-care. And the final one is give yourself one night for free. So I hope this helped and that you have idea how to organize it. Uh, Now go, go, go and plan it. Try at least one of these methods. Call other moms. Download podcasts. You will listen on your break, break or your commute time. Um, or your I mean lunch break Uh, search for the playgrounds nearby that maybe are free of um, of charge Um, and plan that night when you are going to be free and you will not do anything and I would like to remind, remind you uh, that if you have not, uh, go and see my free training, how to sell self-care to a family member. Check it out, the link is in the, in the notes. It's really great, um, an hour of training, how you can self-care, send, sell self-care to a family member. Um, it can be also your mom, it can be also um, your neighbor. So. I focused on a family member, but it can be anybody that is that is close uh, to you. Also, I would like you to come to my Facebook group, uh, which is when She Leads with Tatiana. Um, if you haven't been there already, um, come uh, every day uh, in next 41 day. I'm going live there, and I'm going to share at least one self-care strategy that you can implement on a daily daily basis. But I also have lots of uh, free content there and it's also a great community where women are sharing their self-care practices. So come and join us. And bye now until next week. Bye. Welcome to a new episode of Self-Care Rebel podcast, my dear women. In this episode, we talk about the worst advice you can receive about self-care. And you probably think either there is no way that there is a bad advice about self-care or you think, you know, all advices on self-care are bad because I cannot implement them And I feel even worse than before I knew I needed self-care because it requests lots of money and organization and uh, difficult talks and it's too much, just too much. So let me tell you, the worst advice on self-care covers both of these situations. And the worst advice on self-care starts with this. You should do this. You probably have been in situations when your friends or family members or uh, your mom or your his mom told you something like this. You should exercise. That is good for you. You should eat healthier. You should drink more green smoothies or celery juice. You should sleep more. You should wake up earlier and then exercise and meditate and write a journal you know you should get your hair done it really does not look good you know i don't think you should get your hair done you should do your nails your hair is it's good you should give yourself a few hours a week come on women take care about yourself now when you say that you are too selfish. You have so much time for yourself. I don't have an hour per day maybe. You should use this product and you should use that product and you should use product of this company and you should use product of that company. <laughs> Can you relate? So so many different sentences from people close to you. And I strongly believe that is the worst Advice on self-care when someone starts talking about the self-care with this sentence you should do this and why I think it's it's worst advice is just step back and I will ask you how these sentences make you feel what kind of emotions do they evoke I know how I felt when I hear that and i felt like i'm i'm not enough i i never will be enough um because there is always going to be one family member or one friend who thinks differently uh, comparing to what i'm doing at that moment and previously i need to be honest when i would go home i would stand in front of the mirror And I would really, really felt like shit. Like complete shit. I was not looking good enough. I was not having good hair. I was not having good posture. I was not, you know, having uh, money for massages or or everything else. So it was really, really made me really bad. And... One of my clients, I can share their sentences. So she said, I really wanted to get my life in order. But listening to their advice my life looked like never, never ending shit. It was not even possible to make it in order because I didn't know whose picture of order I should follow through. My husband's, my mom's, my mother-in-law, my friends or myself. And I have to tell you from the bottom of my heart that that is, my dear women, why I started this podcast in the first place. We really live in a society where whatever we do as women, we are never, ever good enough. And I said as my work ethic and a promise that I will never use this sentence, you should do this and you should do that. We can explore together a set of options, try and test and see what works for you and i will be there to hug you for the choices you make but i will never never use this, this sentence and that's me and that's my work but i really understand that it is hard when you go back home and they don't use that sen- they use this sentence and they don't give you support you need And that is why we talk on this podcast and on my YouTube channel and in my lives, in my Facebook group, I talk a lot about need for bringing family members on. I talk a lot that having massage, manicure, pedicure, whatever, makeup, it's easy. But it's hard when you come back home and you need to feel safe there. And I need to say this also. Most of these people do not say anything from a bad intention. And that's the fact. They really love you and they really want the best for you. They just either learn that way, so they don't know anything different, or they think their case their proposal, their their practice is the best one. And we need to, to come to this talk with the, from the place of love and we need to appreciate that they are not doing it with a bad intention. But we also need to think and to move further now when we understand what causes that and why they are doing that we need to understand how to move forward. And we need to understand that the the basic things that needs to be talked about is does that make you happy? Because when we read all these sentences and when we receive all these sentences, it will not make you happy. So what can make you happy? What will make you happy? And from my work... And my personal experience, being you and finding your self-care routine that you enjoy doing, I'm sure will make you happy. Only in that position, you will be able to sit with them, listen to their advices and share with a smile on your face and the joy in your heart. What are you doing? In some cases, they will be offended. In some cases, they will be happy for you. In some cases, they will be even angry because you chosen this or that strategy or the path. But your smile and shine will solve, will, solve, will solve all of that. You have to trust me. And when you are happy, everybody around you will see that. And they will either stay or either go. In my case, that is what happened. Some people left. Some people stayed and i have to be honest for some people i decided to go away it's not that i do not do not love them anymore it's just that i love myself more and do not want to be near their negative surrounding saying no to people is one of the key habits that i cover in my in my program and we partially covered it in previous episodes when i saying when i talked about the children but it's easy to transfer that to adults also. Saying no is one of key important strategies to protect your tie, but it's also key strategy to protect yourself from negative surrounding around you and a key strategy for finding yourself and find, finding what really is that you want to do. So there it is. It is the worst advice That somebody can give you on a self-care, which is you should do this. And I hope that this episode will make you think about all these messages and sentences and advices you are receiving. And it will make you stop, appreciate it, and then you evaluate them and see if they are aligned with your vision of self-care. If not, reject them with gratitude and love. And I need—I have to say that if you do not have your vision of self-care, it's okay. You need to try and test. Try, for example, some of self-care ideas I shared in my free guide. If you didn't have a chance to download it, just see the link uh, below the episode. It is called 41 Self-Care Idea for Busy Mompreneurs and I... Giving that as a, as a, as a free guide, as, as a present, because May is my birthday month and I just turned 41, so it's, that is why it is 41 self-care idea. So try them and see what you will enjoy the, the most or just see in which way or direction this will guide you. And when you try them, please let me know how do you feel. I really want to know how do you feel when you try some of the self-care practices and how do you feel when you find out your vision of self-care or your strategy for for self-care. Okay, I'm waiting for your comments. You can comment... Here you can comment on my Facebook page, which is When She Leads. You can comment in my Facebook group, Self Care You can comment on my Instagram, which is When She Leads with Tatiana. So any comment, ad- any advice, any any suggestion from your side is really really valuable to my to me because I want to make this podcast work and I want to make this podcast the need for you. The, the place where you will go to find advice or to find the strategy or, or to find the path which you can try and test and adapt it to be uh, your own. So until next week, bye and enjoy trying what works for you. Bye.